Hey little Quinnies, this is Jocelyn the Brunette. We are coming at you this week with a re-release of the missing persons case of Fauna Fry, who of course is the woman who went missing from Oregon on June 29th of 2020. This past week, we received a straight-up email from John, Fauna's father, as well as Jacqueline, who's been working with the family in this case. They did have one small correction for us. In our episode, we described the hitchhiker that Fauna picked up as a male. This was, in fact, a female, so we apologize for that, but please keep that in mind as you listen to this episode. Be more like John and Jacqueline. Send us a straight-up email at straightupevil at gmail.com. We would love to cover any active missing persons cases in your area. Thanks, Quinnies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Straight Up Missing. My name is Jocelyn. I'm the brunette. We have Katie. She's the redhead. Hello. And we have Carly. She's the blonde. Hi. Coming at you with another Straight Up Missing Person. All right, so this one is um, thanks to my friend CJ at Beyond the Rainbow podcast. So we're talking about Fauna Rosanna Fry. Um, she was 45 years old of Dexter, Oregon. She was last seen leaving the Super 8 Hotel in Grants Pass, Oregon between 8.30 and 9 a.m. on June 29th, 2020. Um, she was in driving her dark blue 2000 Jeep Grand Cherokee with the Oregon license plate of... 339EYB. She had left her laptop and her cell phone behind, but her father, John, said that she didn't really care much for her cell phone and she would usually use a burner phone to keep in contact with people. So like that wasn't really that unusual, which I know we usually think is like the first sign of something. Right. Um, but she had called her father when she had checked into the Super 8 on June 28th. She had been traveling to Grants Pass to visit some friends after the death of her older brother, Dallas, who had died just 10 days earlier. She was bringing some of her brother's belongings to one of his friends, and she had actually found her brother's body after he died of a random heart attack on the 19th of June, and she was taking it really hard. So her father said that she was happy to travel to bring his belongings to the friend, like she needed a little bit of not quite a vacation but just like a change of scenery for a minute but when he when she called him she still sounded pretty distressed like she just still was just not in a good place so he had encouraged her to maybe find a cabin to rent where she'd be more comfortable instead of just staying at the hotel like just find your own little secluded cabin you can just relax and you know grieve and do what you need to do there so she was like okay but in the meantime she was still staying at the hotel and she had actually that day helped a hitchhiker and she had given him a ride on her way to the super eight and according to her father fauna had talked to him on the phone about angels and then told him about the hitchhiker and like none of that was really like her like Mm. it wasn't it wasn't normal for her to talk about angels per se and it definitely was not normal for her to pick up pick up a hitchhiker so he knew immediately like something is not quite right with like obviously she's distressed and she's grieving but like she's not in her right headspace um and she was still very upset and distraught about dallas's death so fauna you know after they talk a little bit she tells her dad she's gonna go take a shower and then she's gonna go to the store for a few things and she would return to the hotel and that was the last time that john spoke to his daughter after the phone call fauna's credit card was used twice once at a big five sporting goods um and then at the grants past fred meyer where she bought camping items like a lantern a flashlight tennis shoes shampoo conditioner and then a sandwich and chips 
there is a security video of Fauna at those stores. And then there's a security video of her back at the hotel after her shopping trip. But the last hmm. confirmed sighting of Fauna is the video of her leaving the hotel the next day, June 29th, between 8.30 and 9 a.m. with her bags and her personal belongings. She yeah. had made a reservation at the, I think it's pronounced Wisku Inn at Grants Pass, but she would never show up there. So the inn did charge her credit card because she didn't technically cancel the reservation. And this would be the last activity on any of her accounts even though it technically wasn't her activity. So she's not being able to be reached by phone. She's not calling her father. She's not arriving where she's supposed to be. So John reports her missing on July 5th. He says, I've searched half the state of Oregon. We're at a standstill and don't know where to go from here. We just want her home safe. And if it's not bad enough, Fauna is John's last surviving child. Her sister had passed away in 2006, just two years after their mother died. And then, like we said, her brother Dallas had just passed away as well. So it was just Fauna and her father. That's all they had left. And now Fauna's missing. Wow. So the family and friends of Fauna and their family, um, they come together, they search for her. They have search and rescue teams. They scour the area for any sign of her or her Jeep because that wasn't found either, but they would eventually find the Jeep three months later. September 23rd, deputies find Fauna's Jeep unoccupied. It's locked in the Gleese area on Reuben Mountain Road, a few miles past the Grave Creek boat landing. Investigators believe it was parked there for at least a month, possibly longer. The area around the vehicle was searched Okay, the dogs are brought in on September 24th, but they found nothing. Fauna was not located. The dogs could find any sort of scent trail, nothing. Not good. I don't know exactly where, I said the area, I don't know exactly where that is in conjunction to where she had been, but either way, it was not where she, you know, where she had been last seen. So she drove it seemingly somewhere. And then we don't know exactly what happened from there. Um, police did find and question the hitchhiker that she had helped, um, but they didn't gather any useful information from him. They gathered DNA and fingerprint evidence from the recovered vehicle, but no results have been made public. So we really don't know if they found anything, which again, something that we've dealt with. To the day, Fauna is still missing. She is described as a white woman, approximately five foot six and 140 pounds. She's 45 years old and um, she has blonde hair and blue eyes. Anyone with any information regarding her disappearance or her whereabouts is asked to call the Josephine County Sheriff's Office at 541-474-5123, or they could reach out to the family directly through an anonymous tip line at 541-359-5638, or by email at findfaunafry, F-I-N-D-F-A-U-N-A-F-R-E-Y, at gmail.com just so sad that their whole family you know john has nobody now like hopefully they find her but we just don't know this this makes me want to drill into this carly i know i mean this that is really, a hell of a too. case and i'm totally intrigued like Definitely. i know for a second i was like well maybe i'll wait uh, and do it like for an, a full episode i'm like no i don't want to wait on it at least she needs the information needs to get out there the camping the can't she bought the camp she bought the, the camping, camping gear, gear. Something ain't you clean, Benny's. And she's car. not leaving her father behind for no exactly. reason. She no. knows what's, what he's been through. No, right. Regardless wow. of her no. life, she's not going to go off and, no. and, wow. and do something. She knows what a that story her that father, is. Wow. That's all they have. I know. That's a hell of a one, Quinny. I know. Thanks to CJ for that one. 
Love you, Beanie. Love you, Beanie. Love you. Bye. Bye. Listen to Straight Up Evil.